and welcome to a fresh new episode of the First and Last Podcast. I'm Joe, and with me today is Jimmy. What's up? And no Josh, because he's canceled. (laughs) Oh, God. We'll find out about it later. Oof. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. Start taking bets on why you think Josh is canceled. There's a... No whales. (laughs) Yeah, um... 51 odds on whales, but uh, two to one odds on just like uh, general assholery. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> straight to the throat. Yeah, uh, three to one odds on uh, he actually is not vaccinated. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> um, yeah, we have a strict COVID protocol here, yeah. <laughs> first and last, and he. It's for the protection of our listeners. We just want to make sure that uh, um. You know, we don't know enough about this virus. We don't want to expose anybody to any, you know, unnecessary risk. So we're doing it for you. Yeah. You know, he's got a test negative for several days and, (laughs) you know, hopefully uh, his job is now mandated (laughs) to be vaccinated. Yeah. Big news today in the world of, um, uh, granted, this show will come out, uh, you know, I, next Wednesday, but we'll have already had be of already, several insurgencies. Already since. old news, but uh, that Matrix trailer that came out today is pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty mind blowing. They're about to storm the capitals over that <laughs> Matrix trailer. <laughs> Neo is back, baby. Um, is it Keanu? Yeah. No way. Yeah, Keanu and um, Carrie Ann Moss are back. Oh, oh man. You could have um, just said carry on Moss. He had me there. So is he basically <laughs> Lawrence F- Fishburne? <laughs> he's back, but playing Lawrence. He's pla- back, but playing it, well, Morpheus. Well, not, not, no, not, okay. I would accept that as well, but um, I'd watch that. But no, like, is he basically, is him going to be like to some kid? Like, oh, yeah. Hey, here's the, kind take, of like, here's the pills. Here's what's up. Yeah. Kind of like a, would that be a reboot or a remake or something? If. They just do the same story, re- but it's someone else now. A reimagining. A reimagining. Um, Probably just a sequel, right? No, it seems, <laughs> which, like, to, uh, you know, the director's benefit, uh, it seems like not that at all. <laughs> like, it's not, huh. it's just a continuation of the story. Uh, okay. Which opens That's the door. That's a benefit, huh? <laughs> yeah, opens the door of just like, oh, I have no idea what's happening. I've seen the trailer many times now, and I uh, still don't quite understand what happened? And I also feel like I don't mm. remember what happened at the end of the uh, the Matrix movies because I have yeah. not returned to Matrix Revolutions. No, I think I saw that in theaters and never again. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, cool. I think I got it or at least what I'm going to get from it. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because wasn't that one they're like actually in like Zion or whatever mm-hmm. they're in the like city and there's all kinds of people in there yeah reloaded is the one with like the highway chase and all that oh, stuff yeah that's great all that cool with stuff the twins neo's like flying and then i think mm. revolutions is the one where there's a lot of like zion stuff and then there's like is, doesn't he fight like a giant smith or something in the rain a giant smith maybe that was in the video game or something <laughs> like <laughs> does, he, does he fight like a million smiths remember. in the rain or something yeah, maybe hmm You'd think basically after the first one, when he can just bend everything like at his will, that that's just, you're just done. Like he, you can't really be stopped. Well, that was so, what was so great about the first matrix is like, 
you get to see like oh he can stop bullets and yeah, then like see the transformation at the, at the very end he like he's like on the phone in a phone booth and then he like flies away and you're just like oh my god yeah. the possibilities of being the one yeah and then you see the second movie and it's like well it's still cool because he's like he's <laughs> flying yeah. around doing a bunch of stuff effects are great and then by the third movie you're just like oh boy like mm. <laughs> he's still the one uh but it's getting sweaty now yeah it's a lot of smiths doesn't he doesn't he die doesn't he die to save doesn't he it's just straight up like narnia he yeah he's just he dies Aslan. and then there's like a like a big like cross lights up it's very non-subtle oh. with its metaphors wow. i think <laughs> okay i gotta watch that movie again i i I don't remember i remember thinking that (laughs) at the time i don't remember the (laughs) giant cross play uh tracks yeah and uh (laughs) it's like the end of um sons of anarchy (laughs) (laughs) yeah he flies off into the sunset he he spreads his arms and trinity yells jesus (laughs) (laughs) um all right we'll see you guys next week (laughs) So this is not your your Uh, whatever Matrix podcast, whatever Josh says. It's a TV pod, but let's let's switch up the roles. Josh is out, so I did the intro. Let's ask Jimmy. Jimmy, what is this podcast Um, about? I don't know. (laughs) I usually check out when you say (laughs) when you say the spiel. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a TV pod where we watch a completed series of TV. So we watch the pilot, and then we watch the series finale and nothing in between and we speculate and make asses of ourselves and if you've seen the show and you're clicking and that's why you're clicking on this and you haven't heard (laughs) what this is (laughs) you are about to be so pissed (laughs) so mad that we're just (laughs) trashing Uh, we are gonna destroy your favorite shows here at first and last we like a lot of these shows though yeah, we do, but like like so much of how we get there, I feel like so many of the details are like mm. That's true. It does um when we talk to people about um the shows we've done, a lot of the like grimacing comes from like, oh man, like I love that show and you already seen the ending without seeing the whole show. <laughs> like you just yeah. like, ruin it for yourself. Yeah, it's a terrible thing that we do. It is. Um Unless the show is bad, and then we save ourselves a lot of time. <laughs> um, so we mentioned last week that this is actually our 200th TV show that we're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ooh, this better be a good one, Joe. It's not our 200th, uh, 200th episode because we've done a lot of other things. Like we, we do an award show. I think we've done yeah. some just like random star wars pods just because <laughs> we did the the best of the decade best of the decade yeah which and that was a two-parter so that's you know we should whammy. do a like a best of the 2020s this year yeah thus far thus far <laughs> <laughs> two years yeah um okay because <laughs> what did we do we did the we did the 2010s didn't we the 10 through 20 yeah that makes sense because it, it was 2020 yeah uh-huh okay it's, I guess it's either that or go start going back in time. I guess we could. Yeah. Could the be best into that shows in the 2000s. Oh, there's a lot of great ones. Yeah. Anyways. What are we doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> today's show, because we wanted to pick a special one for 200, is one that um, it's a big one. And I think we mm. mostly have not done it 
based on um streaming availability mm. but um the hmm. the tv gods have smiled upon us and provided us with hbo uh <laughs> which means that this week we're doing oh man <laughs> wait we haven't done friends yet we've never done friends that's insane to me yeah huh. <laughs> okay i mean now you're making me second guess like have we no done friends i'm pretty sure we haven't now that you say that but like it's yeah. crazy this many episodes we haven't done friends but well arguably hmm. like maybe the biggest show of all time yeah in terms of just like ratings well yeah making yeah. money <laughs> yeah making money and also just like cultural relevance just like like good or bad yeah. everybody who lived through the 90s has seen friends yeah I have a friend who friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't escape it. Oh man. I have a friend who um grew up in the Philippines and moved to the United States when she was about I think like, you know, preteen, maybe ten or twelve. Um, and she said that she like learned English through watching oh, friends. Wow. Like obviously like you know, she had learned enough English to like get through school and stuff, but like learning like pop culture and how to make jokes and like hmm. how to talk and be social. Like she learned by just like learning the jokes that they made through friends. Oh man. It would have been amazing. Like talking to her. As, like, <laughs> like just like the sassiest. She remind me of someone. <laughs> she just has the personality of chandler as a 12 year old (laughs) i was thinking one of the female characters but i guess that's yeah that's on me that's sexist yeah Yeah, just straight up making joey like dumb references she's like this is how americans like to talk i just joey tribbiani oh yeah what if she picked joey or phoebe like man that would have been a bummer (laughs) base your personality on Um, one of the clearly like just butts of every joke hmm uh, yeah that's so, amazing huge huge show never done it because it's i mean i think it's been on like netflix here and there oh but, yeah uh, for at some point it came off of streaming services like in preparation of like being available on hbo and hbo recently did a reunion show that's right have you seen it i did not watch that my wife did and she watched it without me because i was not that interested or around i don't remember for some reason i thought that you were a big friend's head and have like seen all of it no so okay so i have seen all of it but Mm -hmm. i've seen all of it because um a my wife and like her whole family quotes it for Mm -hmm. one thing because that's what they do with like several (laughs) of there's like a handful of shows that that like especially her brother and dad just speak in okay. lines of these shows. Yeah, yeah. And then we have another um, fr- uh, couple um, who are really close friends. Who the th- them and my wife when we're together just speak in friends <laughs> jokes yeah. and then like berate me for not having seen it until I like sat down and watched it all. Yeah. But it, there's all so much of it. Uh-huh. I still don't get their jokes because I just watched hundreds of episodes of tv and you couldn't possibly remember all of that so it's like do i have to go through and watch all this again so yeah. i understand 10 seasons 236 episodes dang yeah it's a yeah it's a job mm-hmm. it's a job 
So you have seen all of it. Yeah. Um, I've seen, um, you know, like your average American, I've seen a good amount of it, but there also is like a random set of seasons somewhere in the middle where just like my sister had the DVDs and I think we were just like in the same household for a summer and we just watched friends DVDs. Nice. So there's some like seasons like six through seven or something that I've just seen all of it for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, awesome. But otherwise like I've seen enough of it to be familiar with the characters, but I've never, I've never seen the end. I think I've actually seen the pilot, which I don't think really gives much away, but right. Um, um, hmm, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the pilot is. I think it's just people, them moving into what will be the sets of the entire show, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is, you know, classic sitcom. Yeah. Set It'll up. be interesting to go back now and see, like, I'm sure these characters were super different in the first episode to even like the end of the first season. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, these characters are so defined within, you know, once they get in the swing of things. I wonder if, like, if at the beginning they thought, like, Chandler was going to be, like, the hot one or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like, well, okay. I feel like their personalities, just thinking about it, I feel like their personalities are fairly set. From the beginning? From the beginning. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be a little bit of growth over 10 years. There's got to be a, hope. at least a little bit of like, oh, this character or these types of jokes are hitting. So we're going to really lean on that. Yeah, for like sure. Minimize some of the other parts of the character. Yeah. Like um, Ross had like a monkey in the beginning, didn't he? Um, I, I He might. I think the monkey enters in at some point. I don't think like I I, I don't think from the pilot we're gonna get a monkey. Okay, okay. Well, that'd be Something amazing though. I think that comes later, and is around for a while. It seems like a like horrible like production decision. That's just yeah. like let's just introduce <laughs> like an animal. But what if Ross had a monkey? I mean, I feel like every sitcom that runs ten seasons has some sort of monkey. You know, they all have their monkey. Like, what if we just this horrible idea for a while and see if it plays yeah we'll see if it plays let's see if it just like makes the cast crazy hmm the only thing so wait so how much of this have you seen um for sure a couple middle for seasons sure, for sure not the end but like okay you know, tons of it okay so what i remember hearing from i remember hearing that the like um reunion was pretty sad Mm-hmm. So we'll have to talk about that later. Just kind of a oh, sad boy. to watch. Um, yeah, we'll we'll wait. I just wanted to. Oh yeah, I guess. Whew. I mean, because what are those? It's basically Jennifer Aniston, and then like, I mean, Courtney Cox yeah, Courtney had a Cox. decent mm-hmm. career after that. But like, what's she doing now? You know, probably been a while. I don't know. Even if you were like, what's like the bottom tier of like Friends actors now? Like mm. maybe Matthew Matthew Perry Matthew Perry, and that's what I was gonna say. Is I heard that he's he was pretty off the wall mm. in that that like maybe he because I think he he's been in and out of rehab and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's true. What I was gonna say is like even if you're like 
you know bottom tier friends character you still made like billions of dollars off of friends so whatever but like yeah but Hopefully. yeah like other life things happen and like it's not all about money so yeah i get that yeah <laughs> fame will get you yeah yeah all right hey man i'll be there for you hey thanks <laughs> appreciate it especially when i start doing that blue meth <laughs> <laughs> that sky blue meth or whatever it is. All right. So uh, I guess we'll, you know, pop in our VHS of friends and uh, <laughs> see who's there for who. See if we uh, can get the tracking. On the very first episode entitled. Um, it's got to be pilot. It's got to be. But let me click on the Wikipedia. Legacy episodes pilot. Or um, there's a secondary title, which I assume like this is the title that shows up on like the DVD. It says. Mm. The one where Monica gets a roommate. Oh, right. That whole thing. Yeah. Because they're all titled The One Where, mm-hmm. which is a trope in ever since. <laughs> right on. Okay. So, yeah. Monica gets a roommate. We'll see y'all in uh, in a few. And like 30 seconds of dropped music. <laughs> Sweet. And we're back from the pilot episode of Friends. I forget what it was called. Something about Rachel getting a roommate. Monica gets a roommate. Monica gets a roommate. Um, yeah, the wiki says lots, calls it lots of stuff. The pilot, also known as the one where Monica gets a roommate, also known as the first one, also known as the one where it all began. <laughs> where did these all come from? Yeah, According I, to whom? <laughs> Those must be on like different DVD releases or something. Yeah, check the references. Those are all true though. It did all begin here. Yeah. Okay. Here's the synopsis. Mm-hmm. If you'd like, otherwise just skip forward like thirty <laughs> seconds on Spotify. If or you whatever. have the first episode memorized. <laughs> At the Central Perk Coffee Shop, Monica is teased by her friends Phoebe, Chandler, and Joey about going out with someone and claiming it is not a date. Ross, Monica's older brother, arrives at the coffee shop, upset that his lesbian ex-wife has moved out of their apartment to begin a new relationship with her partner. A young woman suddenly arrives wearing a wet wedding dress, whom Monica recognizes as her high school best friend, Rachel. Monica uh, introduces her to the others as Rachel reveals she left her fiancé at the altar, realizing that she does not love him. After Rachel's father cuts her off financially over the phone, Monica reluctantly takes Rachel in as a new roommate. Meanwhile, Chanley, Chanley. Wow. Chanley. <laughs> Joey and Chandler, <laughs> Chanley, Chanley, also known as, man, that is a missed joke opportunity if yeah. they didn't use Chanley because they're roommates. Okay. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> they console Ross while helping him assemble new furniture. Uh, Ross begins to wonder if any woman would be the right one for him. Monica goes on her first date with Paul, the wine guy, who confides in her that he has not been able to perform sexually since his wife left him. Monica is touched by his admission, and they sleep together. The next day, however, she learns from a co-worker that Paul's story about his ex-wife is just a ruse to pick up women. After her attempts to get a job are unsuccessful, Rachel, 
ends up buying a new pair of boots with one of her credit cards, which she admits her father pays for. Egged on by the group, Rachel reluctantly cuts up her credit cards to announce her independence. That night, Rachel and Ross talk, and he confesses that he once had a crush on her during high school. She admits that she knew. He asks if he can ask her out sometime, and she says yes. Ross leaves the apartment, feeling some newfound hope. In the final scene, the entire group are in Central Park having coffee with Rachel, who begins a new career as a coffee shop waitress. Cool. Uh, so yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Yeah. Um, pretty action packed, like 22 minutes or wh- whatever it was, man. Yeah. Um, like not just like there was stuff that, um, I, I guess I was surprised about how much plot building there was of just like setting up Ross and Rachel oh, man. for just like a comedy show. There's just like a lot of plot building blocks there, but they also just like had a lot of time for like the side plot with like Monica and her date and also just like jokes about Chandler Chandley. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Ross and his whole like dramatic situation. Yeah. Um, very, you know, deep, uh, backstories or I guess deeper than I would have thought for, just coming into the pilot a lot of times you're just you especially with six characters like this you just sort of drop them in and we'll figure out their backstories later but like right. you already know kind of a lot of at least like the romantic past of ross and rachel which is really what they're kind of setting up here i didn't expect it to be so ross and rachel focused for the first episode yeah i did not realize that mm-hmm. that's uh they really give give a lot of that away in the first episode mm-hmm. that there's gonna this is gonna be a thing yeah, so Ross, again, being a recent divorcee mm-hmm. um, from his wife who uh, he had found out, or it seems like they had both found out that she's actually a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so that was the end of their relationship. And Rachel about to get married and runs away from, she's a runaway bride, literally in like her wedding dress. Yep, at the coffee shop. Up yeah how did she know they were gonna be there she said something about like she was trying to find rachel and then the guy at rachel's or she was trying to find monica and the guy at monica's apartment said that she works here so or she would she she would be there would be there frequents there or something yeah Yeah, that's right which is still kind of a i guess she had said something about like that her wedding was in the city and monica was the only person that she knew that was in the city right I guess if this was 2021, like she could probably text Monica and be like, yo, <laughs> what you up to? Where are you at dog? <laughs> yeah. And then Monica would be like, Hey, haven't heard from you in 10 years. Aren't you getting married today? Cause I yeah. saw it on Instagram that <laughs> yeah. you totally were. Wasn't invited. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's a weird a lot going on. Nineties connection thing. Um, right but yeah that's an interesting setup of um these two people obviously coming out of like intense relationships now potentially starting up something new it seems kind of early for both of them right (laughs) i mean granted they're not like they're not dating yet they're he hasn't even actually asked her out yet he just asked like would it be cool if i did ask you out yeah 
Um, but it still seems, I don't know. It's Even just like still. Yeah. Yeah. Cause of what it's been maybe a week over this episode. Yeah. Maybe. I guess that's hard to tell, but Monica or yeah. So Rachel has moved in with Ronica at this point mm-hmm. who lives by the way, who has a second bedroom just open for Rachel to move into. Yeah. And in her in giant York, apartment in New York city as a chef must be some restaurant that she owns this has this massive apartment well even if she does like she's still like has no like fiscal responsibility if she just lives here by herself and has an open bedroom man yeah um maybe her ever comment on that maybe her previous roommate had just moved out or something and she needed a new roommate could be and then they they do say that because the the four like sets that i can think of are obviously the apartments the big one central perk is Mm -hmm. the kind of number the one the one b Mm -hmm. and then you have joey and chandler's sorry chandley chandley (laughs) chandley's place across the hall (laughs) they already mentioned they live across the hall but Uh we never saw it we never went there yet and then we spent time in Joey's new apartment where they're setting up Ross's. Sorry, Ross's new. I don't even know who anyone is mm-hmm. anymore. Which I feel like. I mean, do we see more of Ross's apartment? I feel like I don't really remember seeing his apartment. It becomes more of a thing okay. in some seasons, for sure. Okay. But yeah, mostly Central Perk, Chandley's place, Monica's place. Um, those are kind of the key spots that you see in the show. Yep. I think, I think other than that, so we talked about like, do they, how well do they set up the characters? Like, like how fleshed out are mm-hmm, they? Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like for the most part, we got a lot of their personalities already. Like Chandler's just kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, he's the snarkiest one. He's snarky. Mm-hmm. And that's, and we assume that he's, that's carries forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we know that it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what he does. No. They spent time on some of the people's like professions, but not yeah. his, not Phoebe's. Um, obviously, Rachel didn't have a job. Now she mm-hmm. works at the coffee shop. Uh, not Ross's. Yeah, we don't know. We know that he's nerdy, so we figured something <laughs> yeah. nerdy. Right. Um, they briefly mentioned that Joey's an actor, like a regional actor, meaning mm-hmm. like maybe he's not a very successful actor. Yeah. And Joey is kind of a, uh, like kind of a slut. Yeah. Um, or at least bachelor bro. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little chauvinist with the way that he, uh, um, speaks about women in this, like he literally compares them to ice cream flavors. It's just like, yeah, you got some right. with Jimmy's, you got some without right. you got some with nuts, <laughs> which in the nineties to be fair, probably wasn't um considered chauvinist yeah <laughs> yeah it was normal <laughs> normal bro behavior i i yeah i'm uh i for sure made untoward uh metaphors about women ice cream metaphors <laughs> just in general about yeah. other things um, yeah if i ever run for office it's uh it's all over <laughs> It's all over. Uh, they refine my podcast, Zanga even. page. <laughs> yeah, they refine my Zanga. It's over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Um, yeah, let's see. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I, maybe we should touch on the character. So, mm-hmm. um, so Chandler, snarky guy, Joey, um, you know, kind of a bro I mean, bro isn't really a word we had in the nineties, but like right now you would kind of describe him as bro mm-hmm. Um, Ross is a, is a big nerd, but real nice guy. Like he's not really sure how to get out there and date. Yep. He's kind of, he's got a, but he has this like deep, like drama side with all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Rachel is also, they do show her as like nice. We're supposed to like her, but she is a little bit like a like material girl of like, yep. she likes to shop. She doesn't really know what it's like to like have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, right. She was, you know, living off of her parents and was banking on this marriage to be able to live off her husband. Mm. classic um but she's nice and she's pretty so we like we like her (laughs) and she's also i mean we also get like a she's got like a hysterical kind of drama Mm -hmm. vibe too yeah she's very crazy Mm -hmm. which which you can like take a step back and see okay they're setting up like ross and rachel kind of have they're a little bit opposites yeah Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm but also both kind of crazy. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different kinds of crazy. Um, and then Phoebe is just weird. Mm hmm. She's got her like, she's a little bit of um like kind of new age. Yeah. Hippie. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the nineties word for that is. Maybe it's, maybe it's just new age, but yeah. 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 Granola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. What did they say in the nineties? Uh, Yogi, probably back Yogi. then, it was just <laughs> that was uh, she's quirky, she's adorkable, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's Monica, who seems like the most normal character, actually. Yeah, it seems like she's just like she's the straight man, yeah, she's the straight man to all of this. She's like she's out there dating, um, and yeah, it all, I mean, for a show that's so very ensemble based, it almost seems like she's like the person who is the most she's got the most like main character vibe of just like mm-hmm. man dating in the 90s am i right right like like if someone's <laughs> gonna start like um like an inner monologue it's gonna be her uh-huh. we're gonna hear the like uh doogie hauser voice it's gonna be monica mm-hmm, mm-hmm. typing on her laptop yeah because everything's connected through her I, it's i mean you know she's doing this yeah. she's got the, her own dating subplot but also Rachel, who's new to the scene, is her high school best friend. Ross is her brother. And then Chandley are her neighbors. Right. Um, hmm. So it's all connected through her. She's kind of like the hub, if not the main character. Yeah. Definitely like just watching this show and like passing throughout the decades. I never had that thought cross my mind that yeah that monica might that be monica's kind of a central the, the central character mm-hmm. yeah huh or the straight man or you know anything i mean like the weird the 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 boyfriend thing or not the the weird date you know thing happens kind of to her but it's not like a weird crazy off the wall thing she's like yeah all this and like rachel's mess it's all happening kind of to her <laughs> yeah she's kind of the, the you know kind of the entryway for the audience just like what if you know some guy had said this to you on a date or like what if your high school yeah. like best friend just came back <laughs> how would you react to that 
How many dudes you think saw this pilot and totally like, That's a good line. absolutely <laughs> use that? Or even today are scrolling through HBO Max. Some Gen Xers are like, ah, people haven't seen this old show. What is this dinosaur show? Now they're like, oh, I'm using that. I'm I don't know. Frat party. I kind of thought about it and it was just like, granted, I haven't dated in a long time. And when I was dating, I was not good at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm right. not the person to take dating advice from, but that seems like the opposite of like tact that I would take in dating mm. of just like, oh yeah, I can't perform when having sex. My stuff doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. My stuff doesn't just work my good. Junk, just like, just so you know, <laughs> not really working. That seems like the opposite I'm of something that I would down say. There. It's just a, just a whole lot of it's... trauma. Just not over my ex yet. <laughs> like what? That doesn't seem like it would work. Yeah, but maybe that's why I, uh, you know, maybe that's why my like dating wasn't as a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just not as successful as I like wanted it to be at that time. It all worked out in the end. Weird sympathy. (laughs) I came into dates like, yo, I'm super good at sex. (laughs) Everything down there totally works. Totally works. Does exactly what you want it to do. Here, look. <laughs> oh man. Okay. What else? What else? Um, I think that's it. I was I was impressed yeah. by um, it all kind of tied together at the end. There were a lot of callbacks. Um, when the show started, yeah. it kind of starts off with just three montages of yeah, just like just vignettes. scenes, little vignettes. That's a good word to say it. Of just like, um, just the friends at Central Perk talking about a 90s maybe not even a 90s thing but just talking about a thing that friends talk about they're talking about chandler's dream where he he like was naked at school but his his ding dong was a phone like um and then they're talking about monica and dating it's just and then they like cut to the next scene and it's just like them hanging out yeah um but yeah but then by the end it all kind of ties together which is interesting yeah that was cool yeah there was no like cold open there was almost like a cold ending credit scene mm-hmm. and so maybe that's the way they do it i feel like i feel like there's cold opens though later yeah yeah there's gotta there's, be one later. there has to be right i think for like the pilot it's like you start out with the the credits because mm. you know you're introducing the show yep the iconic the theme probably should mention that yeah the theme song from right right in the beginning yeah what a what like what a home run hit of that I can't even imagine just like the picking that theme song. It's so good and like so like catchy. Yeah, right off the bat, you you won. You did it. It could have been a terrible show and if, as long as it had <laughs> I'll be there for you by Is it the Rembrandts? The Rembrandts. Yep. I was trying to wasn't wasn't coming to me. Like that show like you can get me to watch like Big Bang Theory with that theme song. <laughs> <laughs> i have predictions <laughs> uh related to big bang theory yeah oh okay we'll get there um i'm trying to think if there's just anything else there was a character franny that's monica's co-worker who who lets her in on paul the wine guy's shenanigans mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. unbeknownst to franny but I don't think she's a thing. Uh, yeah, I after this episode, never seen probably. Again. Mm-hmm. One thing I thought it was this. So they brought up like how Ross's ex-wife now is a le- like found out that she's a lesbian, and I just remember this a lot of just a lot of jokes in this show not aging well, which is you know 
any 90s sitcom. Sure. Yeah. A lot of gay jokes. A mm-hmm. lot of fat jokes. <laughs> um, but just oh, like man. watching, you're just like, just grimacing like, no, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> was there anything you in particular you grimaced at in this first episode? Uh, no, I was waiting. Yeah. I was, same. I, I was, <laughs> I was bracing for it, but like didn't quite hit. Uh, yeah. Which is good. There were a couple of things of just like the, um, with Ross's wife being gay of they did like, they make jokes about it, but it's, it's pretty light at this point of just yeah. like, like maybe like the most questionable one was like when they're at Ross's place and he like pulls out a beer and he's mm. like, Oh, this is her favorite yep. beer. She would just like drink it straight out of the can. He's like, Oh, maybe I should have known just yeah. like lesbians drink out like, the can, yeah. like, which is, that's that's a that's a funny joke i think even <laughs> even today i don't know Com- compared to yeah compared to where it goes like that's <laughs> fine you know <laughs> it's the subaru of gay jokes it's just like okay it's fine it's, <laughs> It'll do, it's got four wheel drive it'll get us through the winter <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's a midwest joke right there <laughs> uh, cool all right. Well, you got predictions? Yes. Um so again, I have not seen the finale. Right. Um or like anything near like the the last season or so, but I assume like they got to put prediction number 1, they got to put Ross and Rachel together at the end. Like they mm-hmm. got to end up together. Like uh, uh, there's going to be riots if they don't do it. <laughs> right. So, what are you doing? I'm going to take the easy points there and say Ross and Rachel do end up together. I okay. bet that it's not like I, I bet they don't end up together until like the last few episodes. I bet it's a still a will they won't they until like the end. Hmm. Um, I think the final scene in the show is at Central Perk. I just think that a lot of shows Ooh, would would end okay. at like you know the apartment or the house or whatever. But I think just the coffee shop was so central to this show that the final very final scene is at Central Perk. Hmm. Um, I think that Phoebe sings a song earnestly. Um, I know that she's known okay. to sing in the show and that she even sang a little bit in this first episode of just like, mm-hmm. just seeing things that were happening right. and trying to get her to stop. <laughs> but like, I think she sings like an earnest song and people are like touched by it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then my last one is that Joey cries like okay. maybe hit Phoebe's song. Um, but I just think that He's the least likely person to like feel feelings based on this first episode, but I think by the yeah. end here they they full on make him cry. I love it. <laughs> make Joey cry. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, totally random. Have you ever seen then? Um, I don't think we've done this because it would be weird to do Joey, mm. the spinoff. I know I've not, but it I like, wasn't either. successful, right? I there's probably one season. <laughs> I'd be amazed if there was more. Okay, my number one. So I have seen this finale. Mm -hmm. I I could tell you maybe like generically big points. Um, so I just went pretty off the walls here. So just number one is um bringing hot dog back. Somebody eats a hot dog. Cool. Probably Joey. (laughs) I feel like. A lot of his jokes in this first episode were just around eating. Full on hot dog or like veggie dog? Um, hmm. You know, no, veggie it's got to be, yeah. <laughs> Some veggie dogs have seven grams of protein. It's pretty right. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> got to get your protein, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
How much? Okay, well, if, if a veggie dog has seven grams, <laughs> yeah, how much does a normal hot dog have? Like maybe six. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's got just, more. I mean, depending on the packet. type of hot dog you're getting, like a lot of hot dogs are just like entrails and like whatever random meats Whoa. you can throw in, right? That's a good point. <laughs> just compressed like intestines of yeah. some animal. So it's just like ligaments and fat. That's what <sighs> you want. That's what you want. That's what you want. You just want it to like feel good and mushy and like, yeah. Yeah. And raw. So that's why it's surprising that like a veggie dog has like actual protein in it. It's hmm. like, I thought this was just going to be like filler. Hmm. Yeah. That's like way more of a food. <laughs> yeah. It's almost too much. Okay. Number two, <laughs> uh, I was going to say octopus monster, but this isn't that kind of show. So I just said octopus. Octopus. Maybe Regular they octopus. eat, uh, eat, I know, calamari squid, right? Yeah. So not that, but maybe that. Yeah, maybe at, at um, Monica's restaurant, she cooks up an octopus. Ooh. I love it. Uh, number three. Um, okay, here's my thing, callback to Big Bang, mm-hmm. is I I want a slow jam of I'll Be There For You. Oh, wow. Right, because there was a slow jam of the... The Big the Bang, Bare Naked Ladies yeah. song, uh-huh. uh, theme song. Man, man, if they pulled that, which off. was dope. I remember loving that in Big Bang. So, <laughs> if I loved anything at Big Bang, that's what. I, okay. Oh, slow. I'll be there for you. Wow. Um, I want wow. it. Let's hear it. And the number four, I think Chandler explains a dream. Okay. Because that's how they. That's my one bookend. Because that's how they bookend this episode. As he starts explaining a dream to them again at central perk so great i hope it's just like a really really jarring dream or something it's like a it's like <laughs> a sex murdered. dream about ross or something ah. <laughs> nice <laughs> i'll take it i'll take that point <laughs> cool um well that's it so the finale is a um it's not a two-parter but it's a you know double mm um double length double length hour long episode um i'm pretty sure it's called just the last one but my like wikipedia is failing me now yeah according to imdb that's what it's called all right the last one oh four uh yeah Hmm. aired in may 6 2004 um so yeah there's a special here listed oh that must be Oh, is no. that the recent thing? No, it's not. Um, on Wikipedia, it says specials number two and three, the one with all the other ones. That must be some sort what? of a clip show. Also aired on May 6, 2004. Oh, um, probably like immediately following. I'm sure there was like a three hour friends night when this. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. Um, But yeah, so we're not watching that just the uh the last one which had 52.46 million viewers damn that's insane yeah can you like whoa based on population numbers now it's like a sixth of the united states Why population did they even like, end this like can you imagine in 2004 even the episodes leading up to it 22 million people mm-hmm Man, that just that is you're just making money. There's a lot of eyeballs. Can you imagine going from that to just being on meth? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I guess what? they probably knew it was like the last season because there's some middle seasons that don't have nearly as yeah, many viewers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They did sell this as like this is the end of Friends. Watch this. We we're gonna need this money for the rest of our lives. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you guys after the last one. And we're back from the finale of Friends. And we back. Entitled The Last One, Season 10, Episode 17, 46 Minutes, TV PG, 2004 HD, <laughs> 5.1 sound. Are you reading? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the HBO says, The six friends say goodbye and embark on the next chapters of their lives. Huh. Which I've never heard them referred to as the six friends. The six friends. Um, Apparently... I think it was something like Six Friends was one of the pitched titles to this show. Oh, Six Friends? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's and then they just said, eh, Friends. Friends. Friends is way better than Six Friends. Yep. It's just hard to say, Six Friends. And one was one title was going to be like the name of the coffee shop, but huh? it wasn't Central Perk. It was something okay. else. Uh, that would have been not quite as good. Which, like, okay, I get it, but... Yeah. It's just friends. Yeah. Iconic. Keep it simple. <laughs> Even six would have been better than six <laughs> friends. Six. Just six. Hmm. The six. I think I saw a band called Six one time. Monica and her friends. Monica's pals. <laughs> <laughs> Monica and friends. Monica will be there for you. <laughs> okay. Here's the write up. This is part one and two. So we'll try to keep it short but you know so phoebe and joey pack the belongings of monica and chandler who apparently are married um who have accompanied erica to the hospital um rachel leaves ross's bedroom after their apparent reunion in the previous episode erica gives birth to twins much to the surprise of monica and chandler who were expecting one child at his apartment Joey shows Phoebe his housewarming gift for Monica and Chandler, a chick and duckling to replace the ones that died. (laughs) Ross arrives and confesses to the pair that he slept with Rachel. Rachel emerges from the bedroom and to his disappointment tells Ross that their night together was the perfect way to say goodbye. (laughs) Ouch. Later at the Central Perk Cafe, Phoebe convinces Ross to tell Rachel how he feels about her before she leaves for her new job in Paris. As he is about to tell her, Central Perk manager Gunther confesses his love for Rachel. Back at Monica and Chandler's apartment, Ross decides not to tell Rachel for fear of rejection. She prepares to leave to catch her flight, but waits long enough for Monica and Chandler to return with the twins, named Erica, after the biological mother, and Jack, after Monica's father. After Rachel leaves, Ross has a change of heart, and Phoebe takes him in her taxi to follow Rachel to the airport. And that's part one. Mm-hmm. So part two, um, which is great. That was just that was a, that was fun. It's just like we're doing it, adventure time. <laughs> I was hooked. There's a lot cooking. Yeah. Joey returns to his apartment to fetch the chicken duck he was hiding, but finds they've become trapped in the foosball table. So this is like the B plot is. So now Chandler and Joey are deciding they need to break open the table, but they can't break mm-hmm. 
their table. Um, so then Phoebe's reckless driving gets her and Ross to the JFK airport. And after buying a ticket to pass security, they search the information boards for Rachel's flight number. They cannot locate her flight. And so Ross calls and checks the number with Monica, but discovers they are at the wrong airport. So Ross and Phoebe drive to JFK while Rachel is flying out of the Newark airport. Um, Phoebe phones Rachel, who has already boarded her flight, to stall for time. Um, And when a passenger overhears Phoebe saying there's a problem with the fictitious left phalange, uh, he gets off the plane and everyone else gets off the plane. Joey and Chandler, who are emotionally attached to the foosball table, finally are unable to break it down, but Monica does gleefully with a crowbar and mallet. After they retrieve the birds, Chandler suggests Joey keep them, and the two reaffirm their friendship with a with a hug. Uh, Phoebe and Ross arrive at the airport as Rachel boards the plane again. Ross tells her he loves her, but she's unable to deal with this confession and gets on the plane anyway. A dejected Ross returns home to find a message from Rachel on the phone where she explains her actions and as she does it, decides to get off the plane. At first, a flight attendant is trying to force her to sit down. The message cuts off and Ross frantically tries fixing the answering machine, wondering out loud if she got off the plane. From behind him, Rachel appears and says she did and they get back together for good. The following morning, the friends gather in Monica and Chandler's empty apartment and reminisce about how all of them had lived there at one point. With some time remaining before Monica and Chandler leave for their new house, the six all leave their keys to the apartment on the kitchen counter, decide to go for one last cup of coffee together, which to which Chandler sarcastically quips, where? And they all laugh as they head down the hallway. The final shot shows the empty apartment, slowly panning around the living space at the front door, as Jefferson Airplane's embryonic journey plays. I don't think that's what we heard. No, I, I wouldn't know what that sounds like. I doubt it. I'm pretty sure um, they did not have the right, HBO doesn't have the rights to Jefferson Airplane mm. because it was like a it was like an open tuning uh, acoustic guitar <laughs> jam. I mean, maybe, maybe I'll have to look it up. But I d- did not sound like anything <laughs> from the '60s to me. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The end forever. Uh yeah. I mean, pretty action packed again like the premiere or the pilot. Um but then granted this one had two episodes to work it out in. Um the big overall things are if I just go friend by friend, so Monica and Chandler are having their baby, which they find out are twins. And they're also moving out of their apartment, which is like kind of the big thing for everyone. Uh, Ross yeah. and Rachel had like a get back together hookup and they're Ross is trying to at least get back together. Mm-hmm. And then Joey and Phoebe are just kind of like hangers on for like those two plot points. Yep. Which is fine. Not I think a lot going on. <laughs> I think they both kind of serve um, the same kind of role where like Joey is, a little bit of the uh like kind of comic relief for the a little bit of the sentimental things that like uh Chandler and Rachel Chandler and Monica are working through and then right. Ross and Rachel is obviously like the biggest dramatic thing and like mm-hmm. Phoebe's the perfect foil for for that for like kind of keeping that fun <laughs> yep keeping that light 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was just like that they, like that I was right that they ended up putting Ross and Rachel together mm. again at the end. She got off the plane. Yeah. But also just that like, uh, yeah, it kind of worked out like I thought it would where it's, it wasn't, it wasn't like a Jim and Pam thing where it's like, there's a little bit of will they won't they, but like towards the end of the season, last few seasons, like they're already together. Like right. they're not digging you around anymore. Or it's like literally with Ross and Rachel, it's like up to the last minute. You're like, are they getting back together? I don't right. know. And like, you can like the way that the live studio audience is reacting <laughs> to like the like twists and turns to the Ross and Rachel story that are like cheering and like gasping at things happening. And like, yeah, Rachel gets back on the plane. They're just like, Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They kept, they did it. It did a good job of like keeping you hanging on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And that's like, uh, I I can't imagine a TV show today playing it quite like that. Um, I mean, granted there's a lot less, um, multi-cam shows like this, that are right. like shot in front of a live studio audience. So it's like kind of a different vibe, but just the fact that they're, that they're, I mean, even though it's a live studio audience, it's not a play. They're still editing this stuff together and doing multiple takes. Right. So right. when you hear stuff like people gasping in the audience or people like cheering and stuff, you know that that like the producers want this in the cut of the show. Mm-hmm. So they want you to feel this like, jubilation that the crowd is feeling when they're like getting back together and they want you to like clap right. along with them like it's it kind of feels like they like produced it almost like a like a sporting event just like yeah that you're up and down and like oh no is it gonna happen yeah <laughs> i never really thought about that 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 it's live but they definitely do more than one take yeah uh-huh. so do they use like obviously like the crowd probably doesn't gasp the same as the very first time, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. are they recording that stuff and editing that together later? So they get that good first gasp. I would think, I would think that they, you know, they hope that like the first take is the best and they you just take the full first take. But if it's but not, if you don't, but if they don't, they have mic set up for the audience yeah. so that like they can get that first gasp. If oh, that's the best that's one that works. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did it. That was uh, yeah. I mean, the the Monica stuff again was kind of the anchor, but the Ross and Rachel stuff, kind of like the premiere, was like kind of the driving force. The um, mm-hmm. um, so they had hooked up like previous episode, um, but Ross is like w- wanting to really get back together. Rachel is not so much, and then they go through this thing where um you know, Ross is going to chase her down at the airport, but then they end up at the wrong airport, which is something I didn't see coming. Like that, yeah. kind of, that twisted me around that, like uh, Ross and well Phoebe done. made it there to the airport, but it was the wrong airport. Um, so they go to the other airport. Um, they end up being able to talk to Rachel, but Rachel still decides on getting back on the plane after Ross's confession. And then mm-hmm. um, like, this just like a really interesting like again, early two thousands way of playing this of Ross goes home and like just <laughs> hits play on his 
answering machine which right. is like what you do when yeah you which like anyone like gen z right now is just like what the fuck is an answering machine <laughs> a machine a that's a cassette tape in there you mean your google home what's an answering <laughs> machine all <laughs> uh, right but yeah because rachel from her cell phone her like nokia cell phone Mm-hmm. called ross who apparently doesn't have a cell phone just like called him on his home phone no he totally does because they called her from it they called the it, they called from rachel's phone or from phoebe's phone oh from phoebe's phone yeah okay uh-huh. okay that was smart yeah so ross either didn't have his phone on him or just doesn't have one and so rachel left a voicemail is it still called a voicemail left yeah. a message on his answering machine um where she's saying like She's apologizing, saying, like, sorry, I couldn't do it, blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. I just got to go do this thing. And then she realizes she actually does love Ross. And she then, talks herself out of Yeah, and kind of talks herself out of it. And, like, Ross is reacting to the answering machine. Which like, is and just like, classic. Yeah, and it get, gets cut off before he can hear whether she got off the plane. And then, of course, she shows up at the door, like, saying, yeah, I did get off the plane. And it's like... Man, like that's such a like great like mm. live moment. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd was like eating it up too. It's just like yep. <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it totally worked. Ross like yelling at the answering machine <laughs> like it's happening. Ah, it's classic. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Um, yeah. If you're gonna like, you know, mess around like that back and forth of this like will they won't they thing like this is. Man, this is a great way to like play it to the end, and and the end like still have it pay off. Yeah, like it didn't feel fake or forced or. I guess the thing that I wondered about is like. It, it seemed like they had gotten together during the course of the show. I wonder, oh, yeah. like, like why did they break up previously? Um, I'm trying to remember. Well, because he he was about to get married to someone at some point, mm-hmm. and then he said Rachel in the wedding, mm. and I was remembering the wedding and thinking like, oh, it's a sitcom, and I was thinking this ended in their wedding, but totally wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once we were watching the episode, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is all familiar. <laughs> um, but yeah, before that they had been together, and then then um they were like you know on a break like he he threw that joke yeah, in he there to it classic like uh-huh. everyone was waiting for that um and then he ended up sleeping with someone like and and he was like incredibly sad the whole time and just, like like but ended up kind of desperately sleeping with someone and then it became this running like thing mm-hmm. when they were doing their will they won't they where she's like throwing that in his face and he's saying but we were on a break uh-huh. Um, so they had been together, but I don't know if they'd, they'd been together like after he was engaged okay. or not, or if this is kind of the first time again. Yeah. I was just wondering if there was like an actual reason why they broke up that like, that would lead to in this finale with them getting back together. It's like, Hey, like, but there's still this big issue mm, between you like two hanging. that like, but if it was the type of thing where like they were on a break and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I feel like it was just kind of mostly just always Rachel in her own head about stuff. Okay. She didn't want to like how commit I remember to this or something. It. Or... Yeah. Okay. 
So if she decided to change her life plans and not go to Paris, then maybe she's on board now too. Yeah. You know, sometimes she's just making big plans and she realizes in the <laughs> middle of them. <laughs> she's got a jet. Oh my gosh, Rachel. Classic Rachel. <laughs> um, What else? Oh, so there wasn't a the funeral or funeral or a <laughs> wedding trope. Yeah. But they did move out of the, like, the... The, the apartment. Uh-huh. Apartment. They cleared yeah, out of it. Which should have... Uh, I mean, if I had thought of that as a prediction, I would have real realized that that was I'd seen that before. So, mm-hmm. but so I can't believe you didn't get it, Joe. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm really saying. They're moving out of Monica's apartment. Um. Also, oh, so there was a a dino joke that Joey threw in there because Ross is a paleontologist. Ah. Did you Did you know that? I feel like I knew that you. I like knew that he like worked in a museum or something. Yeah, something something like that. He's he he often like would throw in there that he's a paleontologist. Hmm. Um oh, we had Paul Rudd. He was in part 1. Oh yeah. Who I'm pretty sure is Phoebe's boyfriend. Uh-huh. In the last season or so. So that's super fun, a young he, Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's the seventh friend. That's oh man. <laughs> And that's just a that's just a get right there. Yeah. Young Paul Rudd. <laughs> man. Get. Who wouldn't want to date that? <laughs> and he looks the same. Yeah, exact same. <laughs> With longer hair. <laughs> um oh, you know what? One thing I should have guessed that I didn't was Joey's catchphrase. You know Joey's catchphrase? Is it how you doing? Yeah. Did he say it in this? He didn't. Oh, okay. But had I thought of it, I that would have been a good guess. And he, but he did not say it. No, not really Didn't much. Hit on a single catchphrases. I don't think in this episode. Some callbacks for sure, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Yeah. Um. One maybe callback is um. So Phoebe, she didn't maybe sing any super earnest songs, but she did sing a lot. Because she was trying to make this whole thing a musical. Yeah, yeah. And then Paul Rudd says when when Monica and Chandler bring their babies home, he's like, let's make those. Let's make those yeah. things. And she's <laughs> like, let's make a bunch of them and become the Von Trapps. <laughs> Which in the pilot, she's singing uh, favorite things. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does from Sound of Music. Which is what, yeah. Hmm. Julie Andrews kind of is singing. Back. I didn't catch that. Um. Yeah, it probably is probably coincidence, <laughs> but you know, pretty fun. Turns out Phoebe only knows one musical. <laughs> she just drops it all the time and, <laughs> and sees if anyone will notice. Yeah, but yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, you know, very of the time, but um, I think, you know, I was entertained without having seen a lot of the show I was, I was there for the ups and downs and, uh, (laughs) and it all was just kind of like, you know, it was a 46 minute episode, but there weren't parts that were like, man, I don't know what this is. Or like, I feel like there's a lot of times with these first and last that get stuck in weird side plots that like, you don't really know or care about. Right. Um, whereas like all of this is just like, no, it's like core critical stuff. Monica and Chandler are having babies. Yeah. Um, and Ross and Rachel, who you've known this entire show, are like 
trying to see if they can get back together. It's like, yeah. I mean, if this was a, an action show or something, it's like the world is exploding. Like you you must care about all of this. (laughs) Jack Bauer saving the world one more time. (laughs) Yeah. Even Joey, he's got some nostalgia stuff going on with his place and Mm -hmm. they're, so for a while they had a duck and a chicken in their apartment. Did so that's what that, that whole yeah. vibe was about. Mm-hmm. Um, and they play a lot of foosball. I did. I do remember the foosball table. Yeah. yeah. So that's his nostalgia. That's his depth of character. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. I mean, I I don't know that you could really ask for more of a Friends finale. Like, it's not really the type of show where you need, like where it's going to necessarily be remembered for like, man, what a great finale. But like, I don't know that you could have done more with a friend's finale than what they did. Right. So kudos. High praise. (laughs) 200th episode. Well, not episode show that we did. Definitely. I mean, a lot of ways that they could have gone wrong with this and pissed a lot of people off like the big one is like ross and rachel not getting back together right or uh just you know maybe nothing ends up happening with the group of friends and they're just sort of staying together and hanging out in the apartment like it could have been anticlimactic or mm-hmm. or something wacky or it's like they're not even really friends anymore it's like three separate storylines but like just that they're you know, it's kind of textbook where it's just like you tie up the will they won't they, mm-hmm. you, you know, send send the main characters off on their own adventures even though they're doing stuff together a lot, um, but know that they they still have this bond. Like, that's yeah. it. You nailed it. They did like just enough. Because mm-hmm. some shows, you know, they tie up too much. Yeah. This at least left like, okay, well, now Ross and Rachel are kind of starting over. Mm-hmm. Monica and Chandler are kind of going and starting their life. Yeah, it's going to be different, but they're still friends. Like, Yeah, they're, they'll still be there for you. Yeah, <laughs> when the rain starts to fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah. And we didn't hear one gay joke or fat joke, so I feel like <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> real solid. At least stuck to... Just, uh, you know, Joey not getting things jokes. Real good. Cool. Solid ending. Probably not going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not going to pick up friends. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, it is a, it is a haul. I didn't realize though. So there's only 17 episodes of the last season. That's kind of strange. A little strange. Yeah. Well, granted this, uh, episode 17 probably counted for two in like the production right. count. Right. That's true. Um, but yeah, it is shorter than the other seasons. I wonder if that was just like hmm. budget, like it just became expensive to pay all these actors oh for my episodes. Gosh, so I can't like imagine shortened season. Cause they and, were all like had become pretty big. Yeah. I mean, they're, most they're of them all had their own stars. careers already yeah. at, by the, this. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, Courtney Cox had like her screams. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably it, I guess. By yeah, 2004, I mean, like Matthew Perry had <laughs> some like rom coms. Yeah, like, he had like his whole nine yards. Yeah, that was Lisa huge. Kudrow had some comedies. Uh, I mean, oh, obviously yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Romy, Michelle, biggest movie star out of all of them. 
Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. She's the best. So you have, you know, four movie stars. And then even with the other two, it's like, you're not going to be able to make this show without Ross or without Joey even. So it's like, yeah. you know, like you're, you're going to pay Ross to like keep doing this show. Right. Even though he's like not as big a name as the others. Right. So he may not be getting as much, but he's getting his cut. Mm-hmm. He's, Joey, they could have maybe gotten away with. That. Yeah, 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 exactly. They could <laughs> with that. It's more of just like, let's just keep everybody happy and keep, uh, yeah. What's his name? Joey. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Let's keep Matt LeBlanc in the cast and not rock isn't the his boat. whole thing like he was like totally broke when he got cast for this? Oh, I bet. I'm pretty sure he has a thing about how he he had like eight bucks to his name or something. Jeez. Just throwing headshots around. <laughs> Somebody picked me up. But you can't, but you can't like imagine anyone else in that role. And then he, you know. Of course, went on to do Joey. Of course. Which I never did look up to see how long it was, but clearly it was canceled quickly. And then he did episodes, which uh, you guys did. Oh, yeah. I've I wasn't, seen, I wasn't here for episodes. that. Yeah. But yeah. And Crujo, she did, she did that HBO show. We should do that one while, while we have access to HBO. <laughs> the comeback something. For which one? Lisa Kudrow. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. Um, things I think it that was she was a few in. seasons. I was trying to look up salaries for like. Ooh, that would be interesting. Show, plus inflation. Yeah, plus inflation. And even Schwimmer has like come around, because he wasn't. He was kind of not around for a long time, but then he did that OJ show. Salary. Doing the doing the salaries. So David Schwimmer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what he, I did Schwimmer? love him in uh. So he was in that OJ show, and then he, but he was in um, Band of Brothers, which is an HBO, but it was a miniseries. I don't know if it really counts for this. Mm-hmm. Um. Plus, you know, World War Two shows. You kind of know how it ends. <laughs> But he was great in that. He played like a just a total opposite character from Ross, so hmm. that took me off guard. So from what I can tell from the internet's here, it looked like the cast salaries were like pretty equal. Oh, okay. Um hmm. it even says, for the women? Yeah. <laughs> uh it says that not to be I mean it's fair, very fair. Um you're paid seventy five thousand per episode in season three, eighty five thousand in season four, a hundred thousand in season five, hundred twenty five thousand in season six, and then seven hundred fifty thousand in what? season seven and eight. What per and episode? Per episode, and then one million in seasons nine and ten, making Aniston, Cox, and Kudra the highest paid TV actresses of all time. Holy balls! A million dollars per episode. How much money for are the you last two seasons that you can throw up that kind of money? I, I, That's it must amazing. be billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, but yeah, so they're paid equally. So yeah, even Matt LeBlanc is getting the same that 
damn that uh matthew perry or jennifer aniston is getting because you need all six yeah the six friends yeah Yeah. that's amazing can you imagine okay a you started a sitcom with six adults pretty like i mean you like we said monica is kind of like the kind of central at least in that opening Mm -hmm. but like these are all like you need them all they all play a specific role and that's like that's a lot of characters yeah mm-hmm. for a sitcom it's not just like a dad that you're following and his goofy family or whatever you know like most yeah. sitcoms are kind of built around mm-hmm. a couple like they hit on all six of these actors to to drive that kind of money for 10 seasons yeah they each play a part and you can't Man. you know a- as much as like you can have other you you can try to fill in Paul Rudd for for uh, Matt LeBlanc, but yeah. it would be a different show. Man, how much do you think he was making? Like a hundred bucks? <laughs> yeah, <episode? laughs> just, he just gets he gets a free sandwich when he shows up. Oh man, Matt LeBlanc's making a million bucks an episode. <laughs> Holy balls! Oh, man. It's pretty dope. Also, I did uh, look in that final song was actually embryonic journey by jefferson airplane okay instrumental very surprising to me yeah they did it very awesome is that supposed to be like a baby reference embryonic journey or yeah you know yeah i Mm. guess it's just about about the birthing yeah babies were born in this episode Oh yeah, did Never we born. say Anna Ferris was Erica by the way? Oh yeah, Anna Ferris was the uh a young Anna Ferris. Was the uh, surrogate mother for uh Chandler and Monica and then also Jim Rash from Community was oh, yeah. uh like Rachel's like seatmate on the plane. That was awesome. I I like recognized him immediately, but I couldn't place from where cuz he just looked slightly different. Um but yeah, it's pretty funny. Hmm, I had something with that, but I forgot. There was a lot of big names in this series over time, though. I I, I can imagine. Tom Selleck. Did you see any of the Tom Selleck stuff? Maybe. Monica That's dated like Monica's, him. yeah. Monica dated a bunch of people. She dated John Favreau <laughs> in this for quite a while. Um what's his name elvis costello was in this like a couple <laughs> times like playing music in central perk so it was fun cool that's fun uh yeah um friends friends they are the friends they did it i uh, can't wait for like the reboot <laughs> just like it's just another group of six friends no relation to it's me it's like ross's kids or something and and their friends it's gonna happen isn't it (laughs) the money's just there waiting gritty reboot of the friends the money that's who's that's who's singing this song that's who will be there for them the money the The money money will always be there for them man just like imagine just making a million dollars million dollars a week the royalties on this Probably pretty good. You think that alone, you'd never really have to work again? Yeah. I mean, if you're in the Rembrandts, hell yeah. Oh, man. 
every time they play this song i don't know sometimes musicians get pretty ripped though we're like <laughs> yeah, they, the, the they were pretty label. stoked to sell this song for like a couple grand <laughs> yeah and now they're like damn it <laughs> the record label or whoever worked out the distribution deal uh they made some bank off the oh the for sure <laughs> somebody it might not have been the agent. actual artist yeah right cool how'd you do in your predictions um i feel like not as well as i thought i would have you got one i had some home runs so i had ross and rachel do end up together which is true together forever and never depart um the final scene is at central perk which was close Mm. because they mentioned going to central perk but i give you half a point for that half because you know they're going there because they they said that's what they were doing yeah if they were to actually shoot that scene, just it. like a anticlimactic scene of them just <laughs> sipping coffee, like <laughs> awkward silence. Just quietly really sip, like the end of that Avengers movie yeah. where they're all eating the shawarma. Yeah, they're just like, we already said goodbye upstairs. Oh, uh, God. Just sitting there. I would pay good money to see that scene filmed. <laughs> just like. That would have been a great like post-credits thing. Just like like just after checking. the reunion <laughs> episode. Just like. just kind of sad and tired Mm -hmm. um i had phoebe sings a song earnestly which Mm. had me going because she was singing but she never got to sing a song the show got earnest but she never got there yeah didn't keep the bit going um and then my last one was that joey (laughs) cries which um Mm. you know he had his moments and there were times where he like faux cried but like it wasn't really he was just saying like, "Oh man, I'm gonna miss you," but like he's not, not really. Yeah, yeah. So one and a half then. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not zero. Yeah. Which is what I have. <laughs> he because there were no hot dogs, there were no octopi, um, no slow jams of the theme song, just some <laughs> Jefferson Airplane, mm-hmm. um, and Chandler did not explain a dream yeah he doesn't he doesn't sleep anymore no sleeping he's got babies now twins yeah no sleeping (laughs) from what i understand yeah so zero zero you don't know this finale at all you don't know this show at all you know (laughs) yeah if you were to ask my wife and our friends i still don't know this show after watching all of it yeah do it up again start it over it's all on HBO. The problem is, well, A, that it's 10 seasons long, and that's just a job. Yeah. Like, I'm probably, I'd probably be more apt to start Frasier over than Friends. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that for me, like, in those middle seasons, that was work, because it is not great in the <laughs> middle. Um, a Frasier? Yeah, where Frasier is just kind of, he's just like single and kind of a douche. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you've got the Daphne Nile stuff, um, but like that 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 can only keep you for so long. Sure. But then it picks back up again. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just actually, honestly, I just want to watch Community now after seeing the Dean. <laughs> after seeing the Dean, that's really yeah. the play here. I think that's what <laughs> I've learned tonight. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, well, kind of a a timely uh, like reference to this. I saw this thing on Twitter this week of um, 
it was a uh it was a like tv promo for nbc um like a couple weeks after 9-11 oh okay <laughs> because it was like they had like taken a break from like playing i guess like new shows or whatever and like delayed their like season premieres sure um so but their season premieres were going to happen in like late september so this okay. promo was just like you know america's been through a tough time and like oh now it's God. Well, now we're coming back and like it's time to laugh again <laughs> oh, and it's just like a bunch of like behind the scenes footage of like the cast of friends just kind of like looking solemn oh my god <laughs> and like fraser and stuff yeah and uh, the whole the whole thing was just like you were sad about 9-11 and now uh like please just like watch our shows again <laughs> let's uh let's get back to the funny business yeah is this is this cool to do this now <laughs> yeah, is now we, a good time for this good all our shows are based in new york you guys gonna be cool with that <laughs> <laughs> right are we past this a lot of pictures of these towers in these shows <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's messed up. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Always remember. I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we yeah, should probably go. Things. Uh, <laughs> so we're supposed to tell people about where to find us. And you like? Oh yeah. We're on we're on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Actually, we're probably not on Instagram, huh? I think we have one. I don't know. It's probably we've ever registered done with but it. Like, okay. Yeah. So the, the FB. I think Twitter is F and L podcast. Yep. Uh, Gmail is probably the best way to, to make requests and things. F and L podcast at gmail.com. Send us your requests or uh, demands or like, and uh, subscribe critiques. Also. Yeah. Like, and subscribe wherever you find us. Oh yeah. There's a YouTube too. There's a YouTube. Yeah. If you review and then leave your comments in the review <laughs> for show suggestions, we'll probably see those too. Yeah. We'll probably do a show. In there. Honestly, I'm running out of ideas. So please <laughs> yeah. help me out Hit us up. and uh, let us know what to do because we'll just probably just do that from now on, at least for when I need shows. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Josh isn't here to say goodbye. I <laughs> don't know how to do it. Uh, good night, good luck, smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>